jungle. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. We know the name. Well, hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the vast electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land. And welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. So it has been a little bit of a time since we've had a new episode out and we've been inside your ears, but lots of stuff has happened in the meantime. Uh, This episode is an interview-free one where I'm just going to kind of catch you up on things that are happening uh, with your favorite podcast and mine. Uh, that's, That's this one in case you forgot. Uh, but we're also going to chat about some jungle things that are happening out in the world and uh, also uh, kind of catch you up on things that have been happening with me. I uh, do have a lot of people that I've worked with and consider friends over the years uh, who may not know everything that's going on. Uh, so if you are a diehard Uh, interview listener. You come here to hear other people talk about their time at the Jungle Cruise. This is probably not the best episode for you. Uh, If you want to hear a little bit uh, about what's been going on in my life, but also uh, a little bit of chatting about the uh, Jungle theme parks, uh, COVID, upcoming projects, then this is more your style. We are still working on getting more interviews lined up. I have two that are uh, recorded in the bag that timing-wise has just uh, not been good for me to put out and you'll hear why in just a second. Uh, If you do want to spend some time chatting with me about your experiences on the jungle cruise, or if you have uh, another parallel, uh, you know, story that you want to tell that somehow relates to the jungle in a way that fits the podcast. I do invite you to drop me a line, jungle cruise, C R E W S at gmail.com. Uh, and of course we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash jungle cruise, C R E W S. And I'll go over all the other ways in which you can find us, uh, at the end of the podcast. So as we're recording today, it is, uh, July 15th. Um, And it has been quite a chaotic few months. Uh, So obviously everyone knows what's going on in the world. Uh, Here's how it relates to what's been happening with the podcast. Uh, So my wife and I went to Australia in February for a set of job interviews. Uh, And uh, she was offered a job uh, there. And we got back. And uh, as we're leaving Australia, they start to let us know about some concerns as far as uh, the virus and and, uh, over the next couple of weeks, obviously, the pandemic. And um, so that job offer, unfortunately, was pulled because uh, there were, you know, issues with the school years and budgets and all kinds of things that are happening all across academia, all across the world. So we had to kind of fall back on some plan B's. Uh, but my wife was able to find a really incredible job, but it was just cross country. It took us a few months to put everything together, pack up the house, uh, pack up the cat, get all the arrangements made, get her out here working, and then eventually get me out here as well uh, on the job front. So we are now uh, in the middle of setting up uh, our skip, uh, skip cast, uh, I guess, Midwest headquarters in Cincinnati, Ohio. It is a city that I had never had any experience with. I had not any idea really about most of the Midwest. I'd spent some time in Chicago, um, but this was all very brand new to me, and it happened very quickly. So uh, end of June, I uh, drove 2,500 miles, uh, 2,400 miles out here with my wife's car, flew back uh, to Los Angeles. She was on a flight heading the other direction on the same day, so we waved to each other in the air, and... uh, then when I got back, I packed up the house, got everything on uh, some U-Haul pods headed out here, and then I pe- uh, threw the cat into the car. Not threw. 
that would be terrible. I gently placed the dear little princess uh, into the car, and we had a five-day drive out here, uh, another 2,400 miles uh, heading out here to Cincinnati, which if, if you've never taken a cross-country trip with a cat in your car, it is, it is an experience. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a thing that I did. Uh, so made it here just fine to Cincinnati. We're in a, a B&B. Uh, it is a great town as far as I've been able to tell so far. It's very green, very lush. I know we're getting uh, here during kind of the best time of year. Uh, it's very humid all the time. Uh, I'm, I've been told that's a Midwest thing. Uh, but Cincinnati it reminds me a lot of Portland and Seattle. There are green trees everywhere. The city smells like nature, not like a city. Uh, and I don't know if it's a function of COVID or what it is, but uh, there is no traffic uh, nearly any time. There's a few small uh, pinch points, but uh, it has uh, been a joy to drive around in, uh, getting to know the city. It's got beautiful public parks. The things it doesn't have yet, uh, there's, there's no tiki bars here, so that's kind of a disappointment. Uh, if you want to see something really incredible, go on YouTube and look for footage of a place called Jungle Gyms. Uh, I'm going to be doing, at some point, uh, taking a, a video gimbal into that and doing a recording. But it is a 500,000 square foot grocery store, two locations here in Cincinnati, with a jungle slash pop culture theme that uh, really has to be seen to be believed. But it has the largest selection of international and specialty foods. Uh, anywhere that I've seen, as well as just uh, great prices and great variety on staples things, uh, things I just never had an experience with. So if you want to see something really cool, uh, I will have that up at some point on the Tales from the Jungle Cruise YouTube uh, channel. Uh, we do also have a couple of other skipper recordings and some other things that are there, but we, we definitely are going to try to stretch that out as well. Uh, so we're setting everything up here. We uh, are in the middle of buying a house. Uh, it's going to close in about a week and a half. And then we'll be uh, setting everything up with a little bit better recording situation, uh, a little bit better uh, photo editing and graphic situation to be putting out some more T-shirts and some more merch. We've got uh, a stack of ideas that we're working on, as well as uh, some new stuff in the board game front. We'll cover that more toward the end of the podcast. Uh, so... Uh, that's kind of the things that are happening with me. It's been a very exciting time. Uh, I would love to hear from people. If you want to drop us a line at jungle cruise, C-R-E-W-S at gmail.com. Um, really enjoy the city. Really. I'm having a great time exploring it. And uh, obviously there's some limitations of things that are happening out there in the world. Uh, but it has been an amazing adventure, and I think this is going to be a great new location. Uh, after 20 years in Southern California, of, of those, I spent 18 years kind of either associated with or working at or involved with the Disney park. So it's a very big change for me. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. There is not a Disneyland in Ohio. I was shocked when I heard that. Uh, but it does put us kind of close to Florida for when things get back to some semblance of, of uh, the new changed realities. So one of the things you may have noticed if you are a devotee of uh, either jungle merchandise, if you follow some of the uh, Twitter feeds, some of the uh, Disney products, the Jungle, uh, jungle Cruise Skipper pages on Facebook, things like that, is that we are uh, in a renaissance right now of amazing Jungle Cruise merchandise. Uh, there is a new Jungle Cruise board game by the people over at Ravensburger. Uh, it has been getting 
mostly good reviews for like the production and the quality and the themes. Uh, it seems like half of the people think it's too complicated and half of the people think it's not complicated enough. But uh, I have a copy of it that will be here at some point, and uh, I'll try to do an unboxing video and go through some of the play and actually put that up on the YouTube channel. Uh, there's a brand new Funko Pop that just was released at Shop Disney a couple days ago. Uh, that is one of the, the prettiest Funko Pops for all the theme park uh, attraction ones that they've done. And it features an entire Jungle Cruise boat, uh, the old style, the 55 striped canopies, uh, with a Jungle Cruise skipper uh, helming it. Uh, by the way, Funko, little tip if you didn't know, uh, you should make two versions of it because, you know, women can be Jungle Cruise skippers as well. So, um, but yes, so they did uh, put that out. Uh, there's also a really pretty dress that has come out with a Jungle Cruise theming. Uh, of course, the reason why these things and many more new pins, uh, new things are coming out is because we were supposed to be uh, in just about seven days. Uh, having the premiere of the Jungle Cruise movie. And so obviously, uh, you know, that has been pushed back to July of 2021. Uh, The product that we're seeing right now in the stores, the product we're seeing on the websites, is really because all of those things get planned months and years in advance for all the merchandise. So a lot of that's coming out now because they don't want it to sit in a warehouse waiting for a full year. And I'm sure we'll see some other things as the movie rolls out. And there's some things that because of the theme park closures that I uh, think we're not going to see right away. You know, there was some discussion uh, that we were going to have a Jungle Cruise boat popcorn bucket that was supposed to be coming out this summer. Obviously, some things like that were pushed back because there's just no theme park attendance for anyone to be selling those and supporting it. Uh, it is a little strange, by the way, that you know we're coming up on my year anniversary of leaving the parks again. So uh, I, it's almost impossible for me to believe that it was last August when I took my third last trip and uh, said goodbye to my family there on the dock and all the, the people who've become great friends. Uh, so just so you guys know, I miss you all. Uh, obviously, I wish we were still on the dock amusing each other and probably some guests here and there. Uh, so merchandise wise though, there is a lot of really cool stuff out there right now that is jungle related. Um, the other thing that's happened as I think a lot of us have seen, uh, there's a lot of new podcasts that have popped up. There's a lot of new content being created. Uh, there was a great quarantine edition, uh, jungle cruise skipper video, two of them actually that were put up on YouTube by skipper Freddy. Uh, and if you have not seen those yet, just go ahead and go onto uh, YouTube and search Jungle Cruise Quarantine Edition. Uh, those are both fantastic. Uh, and it's Jungle Cruise skippers from all the generations coming on and telling jokes and kind of giving a little virtual trip through the jungle. But there's tons of really neat content. There's families that have put together, you know, ad hoc jungle cruises in their uh, pools and their backyards. Uh, and it's very exciting that that love is being shown to the attraction. Uh, so I think we're going to be seeing more and more things as uh, the year rolls by things that were slated to come out with the movie release. Uh, And let's talk about the movie. Um, You know, I have not had a chance to see it. Uh, There's a few people that I have talked to who have, Uh, you know, I've seen a very, very small uh, chunk of something. 
Um, but the people who I've seen saw it at uh, a preview and in chatting with them, they, they had some reservations. They had some things that they thought were really great. So in February, before the entire uh, world decided it was going to go into apocalypse mode, uh, they did have extensive reshoots that happened in Georgia that did address some of the issues from those early screenings. I'm told that they were they were not small. There was a lot of things that were looked at and a lot of things that were addressed, some character uh, styles and arcs that were completely redone. So good to hear that they uh, took a look at some of those things and decided that they needed to touch it up. They obviously have the time to work on the special effects uh, as we get people back to work. So I'm excited. Um, people have asked me my opinion, and I really have held back on on giving deep feelings about it. But I'm optimistic. The people who I know who've worked on it and who uh, were involved have said that it's a love letter to skippers. Uh, I think that we have a tendency as a population of Jungle Cruise skippers uh, to take deep ownership of these things and to really uh, feel as if we have um, some type of essential vision of what this is going to be. And sometimes that leads us to be a little judgmental and, uh, and, uh, kind of putting those feelings out there a little bit too early. Um, I, I guess I said, there's, you know, there's people who just have been crapping all over their concept of the movie or the trailers or the reports that they've heard. And that's just not a, it's not my style. Also, I just don't think it's fair. You know, the, the people who put this together, you know, say what you want about The Rock. He loves The Jungle Cruise. It is something that he's passionate about. Uh, and I, uh, the things I've seen with Emily Blunt, the uh, trailers, the little bit of stuff that I've seen, I'm super excited about it. I actually have been kind of getting a feeling that this is gearing up to be a trilogy. If I was to be a betting man, I would say that the first one is South America, and then you'll have a Southeast Asia and an Africa uh, one and have it be a trilogy. You know, it really, uh, for me, has the feeling of a new uh, franchise a la Pirates of the Caribbean. So I, I am still very excited about it. I think it's going to be entertaining, and I'm, I'm looking forward to us getting to a point where we can sit down and enjoy movies again as we hit next summer uh, and they're playing it safe. So obviously the uh, Disney parks are in various states of closure and openings at this time. Florida is open in limited capacity. Hong Kong is shutting down. This is neither a political nor a scientific podcast, and it is uh, certainly not my place to be giving COVID news or opinions or information, nor am I going to go into deep analysis of what I feel like the park should be doing or if the people who are attending the parks are are doing so in a responsible fashion or not, that is certainly not my place in the universe to discuss. And I know everyone uh, that I have been seeing has very strong opinions about it. Not what I'm here for, not what uh, people have been tuning into this podcast for the last nine years to hear. I will say, however, um, some of the things I've heard about how Disney is looking at the long term of things like making the parks cashless and going to an economy that is 100% supported on uh, tap or, you know, magic band style things, uh, credit card only. I think that's really smart. And I think that there are things like that to minimize the contact of all the money that's being passed around or uh, the way that the cashiers and the, the food service people operate. And obviously, if you've heard me uh, in the past, we talked to Dave Koenig 
the author of Mouse, Mouse Ears. And uh, one of his books is The People vs. Disneyland. And it was a fascinating read. If you are in any way a Disney enthusiast or scholar or uh, identify with that, it's a great book to read because it really does give you an interesting feel for how the parks are uh, really run by lawyers. Uh, and that's, you know, obvious because it has to be. Uh, but if you take a look back at the 65-year history of the park, that really is a fascinating look at why they do the things they do. And if you put it in the focus of what's happening with COVID and what's happening with people's health right now, uh, Disney does not want their people getting sick. Um, They want to be open. They want to make money. They're a corporation. Got that. Uh, ultimately they're trying to find ways and working with the unions and working with the local and state to make sure things are as safe as they can be. And I just, uh, continue to hope that for my friends that are continuing their employment with the Disney company, uh, that, that, uh, communicate with your union people, if you don't feel safe and, uh, uh, fingers are crossed. I really want everyone to stay healthy, stay safe and to have it continue to be a magical place. I don't think honestly that, the, the Disney that we have seen for the last 10 to 20 years will ever come back in the form that we had it. I really feel like we are going to see a different iteration of what theme parks are as time goes on. And I think that we had a, a very magical set of circumstances, and I think those are changing right now. So uh, for the skippers who are in Florida, who are taking boats out for the skippers, uh, whenever the boats start running again in Anaheim and for the skippers around the world and for all the Disney cast members, uh, I just continue to wish you health and safety and uh, just know that you have our love and prayers as uh, things continue to go down the road. Uh, so one of the things uh, as well is the skipper store. For those of you who don't know, we have a pair of uh, print on demand stores. One of them is at redbubble.com. The other one is at Public. And they each kind of have some different specialties. Uh, the stuff at Tee Public can occasionally be quite a bit cheaper. The stuff over at Redbubble, they have much deeper levels of product, things that we don't have over at Tee Public. Uh, so kind of together, we kind of look at that as the skipper store. Uh, we put up a bunch of new items over the last six months, uh, some new journals, some things that are not jungle related that were just designs that I wanted to play with. Uh, if you have anything that you would like to see, if you have any design ideas, or if you are, uh, in any way, an artist or a designer, and you want to put things that are jungle related up in the skipper store, we do that. And every month when anything that you, uh, have put up there sells, we send you 100% of the profits. We don't take any money for ourselves. It's purely a service because we want all this stuff to be archived under the same roof. Uh, so if you are interested, please drop us a line if you have any ideas, things you want to see. We have an entire set of uh, blank journals that are made up in kind of a 1930s, 40s book style. Uh, take a peek at them. We love getting new ideas for uh, titles and for authors and uh, kind of concepty book puns that people want to do with that. So definitely give it a look. Uh, the easiest way to get to it is tinyurl.com com slash the skipper store. And uh, that'll take you straight to the T public site. But if you go to either T public or Redbubble and type in jungle cruise, C R E W S all of the uh, dozens. And, and in some cases, I think it's like 170 products on uh, Redbubble that are available. So definitely take a peek over there. 
Uh, we do have a, a lot of upcoming projects that we continue to work on. One of them is obviously as I get set up with some stable internet and with the ability to do some remote recording and get some things dialed in, we are going to do more remote uh, recordings with Jungle Cruise skippers from the different parks and over the years. Uh, if you have an interest in being interviewed, please give us a yell. Uh, yeah, so drop us a line and we would love to have you on the show and uh, do a recording. Uh, just let us know where you're working, when you are working, and we will try to get your experiences and thoughts on the show. We may also do another uh, episode of uh, Skipper Submission Theater that we did where we asked skippers to record uh, you know, five to seven minute stories from their time at the Jungle Cruise and send those to us by email. Uh, that is probably going to happen again in the very short future, so keep your ears peeled which is an incredibly painful sounding uh, euphemism. As far as other upcoming projects, uh, it is something that we've talked about before, but because of the things happening with uh, the, the you know, apparent oncoming Armageddon that we are going through, uh, we do have kind of a SEA, Society of Explorers and Adventurers, inspired board game that we've been working on for about three or four months into actual uh, concept and uh, driving that. Uh, I'm expecting that we're going to be able to do that as a Kickstarter in March of next year at the latest. It's not going to be something we had hoped to have it out for this year's holiday season. Just not going to happen. Uh, the concept of it is uh, basically you are taking the place of uh, a member of a group of explorers that are having a, a multi-year contest to see who can explore the greatest uh, heights, who can, you know, find the greatest relics, the artifacts, the treasures, do all of the amazing things that we really think of when we think of uh, the golden age of exploration. So that is going to be uh, a lot of fun. It's a sit-down board game, uh, family-friendly, strategy-oriented, uh, kind of somewhere in the lines of... Um, Gosh, I don't even know what a good comparison of it's going to be. But I'm super excited about that. We've been working on it hard. We've got some uh, artwork going. We've got some some uh, playtesting stuff that we're hoping to get going in the next couple of months. So, yeah, super excited about that. We are also looking at the concept and execution to do a re-release of our two card games uh, as a single box set for Jungle Rummy and King of the Skippers. Uh, so those are going to be getting a reissue together at a lower price point than they are separately, but those are over at thegamecrafter.com right now. Uh, and that's, uh, King of the Skippers and Jungle Rummy. Uh, those are available. They'll, they'll print you up a copy and ship it out to you. But yeah, we are looking at, uh, the production things that we need to do to get that into a place where we can have that back, uh, put together and to you at some point, uh, this fall for the holiday season. Well, that is uh, about 20 minutes of me rambling and chatting and talking. Uh, if I have not expressed it enough over the years and you haven't heard it, thank you everyone for your continued support of the podcast. This was a, a really chaotic time for all of us. And obviously the last four months for us uh, have kind of been turned on its ear between me leaving Disney and uh, this gigantic move and kind of having our, our life flipped upside down. Uh, luckily, you know, we've been able to stay, uh, relatively healthy and, uh, and get through this time. Uh, but please friends, uh, if you need a jungle cruise mask, cause you want to have a mask with style, we've got them at the skipper store and we want to make sure everyone goes out there and stays safe, uh, and comes back to their families and, uh, uh, and is able to down the road, have that magic and that experience that we've all loved both the Disney parks and just you know, their health in general. So, uh, 
once again, really appreciate all the, the, the emails and the, the inquiries I've gotten about what's happening with the podcast, how things are with me, why we haven't been putting out as much content over at Facebook. Uh, Skipperette Jen, obviously, still helping us out over on that side. Uh, so those things will happen. We've got interviews in the pipe. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, fingers are crossed that as we get close to a Jungle Cruise movie that may happen, uh, it is going to be a continued process. And I appreciate everyone going through it with us. Um, and that's you don't want to hear me ramble forever. So uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, and once again, we will be chatting with you soon as the months go by. Stay safe, stay healthy and Kungaloosh, my friends.